0: What's up, Story Geeks? It's Jay. And Daryl. On today's show, we're going to count down our top five antiheroes.
1: Yes, we are. As we sit, we are about an hour away from going to see Venom, which may or may not be a good decision. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> we hear it's a bad decision. Yeah, we'll find out for be. ourselves. <laughs> so, and we don't have a guest tonight. It's just Jay and I. This is going to be fun.
0: We'd also love to hear your thoughts on your top five antiheroes, which you can share with us in the Story Geeks Facebook group. The link to our Facebook group is in the show notes,
1: and be sure not to miss our upcoming episode. So next week, we're going to dig deeper into the concept of antiheroes. After seeing Venom, we're going to have our good buddy Anthony Holder join us, and we are going to dive into antiheroes as a concept. Because after some conversations on the internet, I think it's pretty nebulous.
0: It, it totally Maybe is. We can bring oh, some it totally. Clarity. Is. Even the definition of heroes needs clarity. So we're going to talk about and, that a little and bit. And we're too. the authorities, right? I mean, well, I think so. <laughs> I hope so also want to mention the aftercast, which in this case is sort of like a precast because we're actually going to go through our 10 through 6 choices for best antiheroes. That's right. Also, uh, stay tuned because at the end of this show, we're actually going to read some of our contributor top 5 lists, top 5 antihero lists. So contributors are those who donate $5 a month or more on our Patreon account, and we have some top 5 antihero lists to read off. All right, well, thanks for listening in. The Story Geeks podcast is produced by the Reclamation Society. Let's list our top five. So where are we going to start? You want
1: to start or you want me to start?
0: Who talks first? Who, Who talks, talks first? first? You talk first or I talk first? I talk first. <laughs> <laughs> I really like my, my number five choice. And uh, you hate the rest of them? I, not all, no. No. Okay. I, so I really I, like all my choices. too far. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like all my choices, but I will say that I, I, this may miss some people because it's TV. It's not movies. Oh, I got several TV. They are all geek, by the way. Yes. I didn't choose any non-geek. As did I. Okay. But I got TVs, I got movies, I got comics. Perfect. I'm Perfect. running the I got, gamut. I, I have the same. I'm, okay. all, I'm running the gamut there, too. All right, so my number five is Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. Interesting. Mr. Crossbow himself. Mr. Crossbow himself. <laughs> that's right. The future star
1: of The Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, that's right. So. I uh, think that Daryl's a fantastic character. I think that he is the perfect antihero because he really, truly cares about other people, but acts like a dick all the time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's true. so mean and stuff too. But when you compare him to his brother, who's his a brother villain. was a much bigger dick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> his brother. Yeah. His brother. Well, we can keep cussing, but his brother <laughs> is the worst. Um, and he actually ends up being a really cool guy. And, like even the relationship he had with um, Maggie's little sister, where he's like befri- befriends Beth. her, yeah, and like tries to take care of her, because uh, at first you're like, what is gonna go down here? It might yeah. not be good, but there's actually a really, it's one of the best relationships that it played the way it plays out in The Walking Dead that I found in the show mm-hmm. personally. So, really enjoy Daryl Dixon. But who you got? Who you have at number five?
1: My number five is Max Rockatansky. Specifically, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Max Rockatansky, Mad Max. Oh. oh. <laughs> but specifically from Fury Road. Okay. I, I was never a huge fan of the Mel Gibson films, but yeah, I'm a he's... huge, huge fan of Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. So in his case, it's a matter of um, just trying to survive. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the world sucks. There's no water. Everything's burnt. Everything's dying. Everything's scorched. Yeah. People are terrible. There's warlords everywhere. Like... It's just horrific. So all he's trying to do is survive. And in this film, he realizes he can survive easier by sort of latching on to somebody else and teaming up and helping somebody else out. And he does sort of unintentionally take on their plight and want to help them as well, too. Well, the fact that
0: Tom Hardy is playing the role. Yeah. 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 I mean... We'll see what he, how he is in Venom, but yeah. <laughs> he's probably not going to we'll make see. our top ten. Let's <laughs> we'll see. Cool. Yeah, no, I so, think that's um, a great choice. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent job there. Uh, my number four, and this may, this may surprise you a little bit, but my number four is Rorschach from oh, Watchmen. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all.
1: Yeah. Well, no, it surprises
0: me in the sense that it's not higher on your list. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I love... Rorschach's a good character, man. He's really interesting. He is... He's a he's a fascinating character in the modern day too because um, he actually, given his environment, he like leans a little conservative, which is just kind of weird in a mm-hmm. modern movie for a superhero to lean, politically speaking. I mean, um, and 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 obviously I don't have to agree with all his beliefs. <laughs> obviously he's chopping people's hands off and stuff, but yeah. Because I, I don't believe everything he believes at all, but he's just a, such a fascinating character, and you don't see that kind of character very often in movies that is actually portrayed as, like, an antihero or a hero. Yeah. And I thought that was a really fascinating portrayal, and the actor does a fantastic job. Though. Yeah. So.
1: A lot of these characters have, like, like iconic lines yes. that sum up their anti-heroism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His is the one where he's talking about how everybody's dying and desperate, and he says, and they'll scream, help me, and I'll whisper... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Right, well, so who do you have at number four? Well, okay, so about six years ago or so, five and a half years ago, uh-huh. when my son was almost born, or maybe it was right after he was born, I'm putting too much backstory into this, um, my wife was at the hospital, so I went to get us some coffee okay. to take over to her. And while I'm at the, at the barista... Um, She asks, she says, what's your name? And I said, Daryl. And she says, you're going to go out and kill some zombies later? (laughs) And at the time, I had no context for that. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Obviously, that was before I watched The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's right. And now my number four pick is Daryl Dixon. Yes, you went out and bought a crossbow. I should have. Yeah. (laughs) I just paid for the coffee and left, but I could have bought a crossbow. He is fascinating to me. I mean, we already talked about him, but he's fascinating to me because obviously he didn't set out to be a hero. He was just trying to survive like everybody else in the zombie apocalypse. But I feel like over the course of his journey, he has come to the point where he's really sort of fighting for a sense of decency. Now that's his own sense of decency. So it's not necessarily universal, you know. It's not necessarily like Father Gabriel would agree with his sense of decency. (laughs) Right, right. But um, he's fighting for it. So he's sort of moved beyond just surviving Mm -hmm. and doing whatever kind of horrific, violent things he has to do to survive, like Uh, his brother uh, did. Right. He's sort of moved beyond that and looking for something deeper. But I still don't think you can label him a hero, because I don't think he's out for the best interests of everybody around him. Right. Maybe some Carol, Rick, Michonne, like some people he definitely holds close and would be out for. But for the most part, I think he's trying to be a better person for himself.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think he's trying to be a better person for himself. I think he really cares about the people he has attachments for and does not give a shit about anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe the way to say it. It's true. Um, but I do think he's, like, soft-hearted in a way, too, where if someone doesn't... He's very cautious, very cautious to let someone in, but when he does let someone in, he's all in with that person. Yeah. Um, we see that with Carol, right? Like, he's, he's that way with Carol. For sure. So, and
1: then with Rick, too.
0: like With Rick, too, yeah. There's a, I know you stopped
1: watching after Negan came around, Yeah, but uh, <laughs> there's a scene after all of the the terribleness and the darkness that negan puts everybody through. Yeah. When they all come back together. Yeah. And Daryl has been in prison. He's been captured by Negan, so he's been in a cell uh, for a long time. Okay. And he and Rick finally come back together and he just breaks into tears and hugs him. Like, really? This badass anti-hero uh-huh. who has a crossbow and a motorcycle like yeah. breaks into tears and hugs Rick and somehow it fits perfectly. That's
0: awesome. That does fit perfectly. I like it. My number three will not surprise you in the least.
1: See okay. if you can guess it. See if you can guess it. <laughs> can guess
0: um, it. Um, Is it Deadpool? No, okay. no, no, no. Good. Deadpool's that, not on my list. Not mine either. That's, that's, oh, that's it's good to know. Disappoint be, a lot of the story geeks out there.
1: Uh, eh, really, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, Han Solo? Han Uh, Solo! Uh, Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Okay, let's talk about that. You don't agree that he's an anti hero?
1: I don't. Uh, I, I agree that he starts as one, but his journey takes him to a place where he no longer is, in my opinion.
0: Oh, I think he. I think that if you stopped watching in Return of the Jedi. You might be able to convince me of that,
1: <laughs> but Force Awakens. But when he him comes back.
0: back, he's back to being <laughs> an antihero, um, and I think uh, and we'll talk about this more with Anthony about why that why I think that is. But I don't think he's that different than Daryl. He's not as brutal as Daryl is because he's in the PG movies. Yeah, um, but I think he's super similar to Daryl's Daryl's personification. In fact, most of the antiheroes on the list are all of that that ilk, if you will. Now, my number two is not, and that's what I'm really excited about. Ooh, yeah. See, for me, I think Han
1: grew into a hero.
0: Yes. And then, and then
1: Force Awakens (laughs) pushed him into a point of being a disillusioned hero, but I don't think it necessarily reverted him to an antihero.
0: Ooh, disillusioned hero versus, this is a good... I know. That's a good plug for next week's podcast. I know. All right. So what's your number
1: three? My number three, I, I kind of want to make you guess too, but I don't know if you will. Like I've, yeah. I've tried to make you guess this one before and you haven't been able to. <laughs> it's Angel. So Angel is interesting to me because his motivation is redemption. Yeah. Redemption for himself. He's got his soul back from a gypsy curse. So he remembers every evil thing he ever did as a vampire Mm -hmm. and was regarded as the worst vampire in history. Yeah. And he's trying to make up for that by doing good things. Right. So it's hard to call that heroic because he's not necessarily out just to help people. He's trying to help himself. He's trying to feel better. He's trying to... Mm -hmm a tone in a way that satisfies him sure. and not somebody else per se. Yeah. He obviously has some very heroic moments throughout the show. Yeah. He's very Batman-esque throughout the show. But I think at his core, he's an antihero because again, if you took away his need for redemption, he would probably just live a quiet life away from people.
0: Interesting. All right. I, th- I think. I don't know him well enough to be able to comment. Unfortunately.
1: Another fascinating thing about him is how on the brink of reverting to evil he is. Ah. So it's a, it's a little like WB teen show of <laughs> cheesy-ish, but yeah. if he has one moment of true happiness, then the curse is broken and he reverts oh, to who he used to be. Interesting. That's part of the curse. So he can never be happy. So in season two of Buffy, that occurs because he and Buffy, you know, they spend some time together. Yeah. And that... Uh, He's at Disneyland with blindfolded. He's like, oh. yeah. such, <laughs> such drag. I can hear the music and smell the churros. He starts
0: tapping his foot and his soul disappears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they did it a couple times throughout the shows, though, and it was always kind of the best stories they told, I think. That's cool. So I like it. I dig it. Angel is my number three. Cool. Before we continue, we want to let you guys know all about the stuff that you can find over at thestorygeeks.com. Our latest podcasts, latest YouTube videos, Patreon posts, additional content from our awesome blogger, Ashley Pauls, who shares her own thoughts on all of our topics, and they differ from ours. So you should definitely check that out for a different perspective over at thestorygeeks.com.
0: Absolutely. In fact, she will have her top five antiheroes. I can't wait to read those. That'd be really, really cool. We'd also love it if you'd support us. There are three ways to do that. You can support us monthly through our Patreon page. Patreon is a website that allows fans to support creators like us. If you support us for $2 a month, you get matched with rewards. If you support us for $3 a month, you get even more rewards. So like additional content. Um, If you love what we do, we would really appreciate it if you would become a patron. Please consider supporting us, and we'll thank you by giving you additional content. Finally, if you're like me and you're a big theme park fan, check out ModernMouseBoutique.com. Modern Mouse Boutique sells geek fashion accessories and they're famous for having some of the highest quality mouse ears you can buy. If you're planning a trip to a theme park or if you're just a big geek fan in general, check out ModernMouseBoutique.com. Use promo code STORYGEEKS. That's all one word, STORYGEEKS, no spaces. Use promo code STORYGEEKS and get 10% off your next order. Links to our Patreon page, our merch store, and Modern Mouse Boutique can all be found in the show notes or on our blog at thestorygeeks.com. Thanks for letting us interrupt. Now let's get back to the show.
1: All right, so we're ready for number two. Yes. What is your number two, the penultimate choice?
0: The penultimate choice. Do you um? Does the name Mike Sullivan mean anything to you? <laughs> Mike Sullivan. <laughs> Mike Sullivan. For some reason, the
1: first thing that came to my mind was Monsters, Inc. That's <laughs> Mike and Sullivan. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Put them, put them together. Mike Sullivan. I feel like it should mean something to me. It should, yeah.
0: I actually think you are you would be a bigger fan of this movie if you watched it again, actually. Wow. Not that you're not a big fan now. I'm just I'm saying you might intrigued. be an even bigger fan. Road to Perdition. Oh, of course. He's the father of in course. Road to Perdition. I love the father's character. I'm a big character. fan of that movie. No, no, I know. I it's know. It's just
1: been like 15 years since I watched exactly. it. Exactly, <laughs> but there's a
0: lot of legacy in that film, and you love the, the concept of legacy Dude. And so this is a this is literally Mike Sullivan is literally a hitman for the mob, who then has to go in protection of his son, despite the fact that he knows that he's now on the hit list.
1: For sure. Perfect. Yeah.
0: And I love his character in that movie. I think that character is fantastic, and it's about. How do I do right and wrong things? Why do I regret doing wrong things? Why do I keep doing things that I regret because I'm trying to support my family? Like, really, really cool. Played masterfully by Tom Hanks. One of my favorite Tom Hanks roles, actually. I know he's an amazing actor and has done a ton of cool stuff, but that's one of my favorite roles of his, despite his weird mustache. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And Jude Law,
1: right, as one of, like, the most evil characters? Dude, Jude Law... If you have a
0: crush on Jude Law and you <laughs> after you watch Here's this the movie, yeah, you love Jude Law a lot because he is super slimy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Which, which just shows his acting range. Now he's gonna be Dumbledore. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. From a slimy
1: hitman to a gay wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, go, go get him, Jude. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Okay, my number two um, sort of continues on my Joss Whedon tradition here. I didn't realize that Joss Whedon had written so many good antiheroes. Oh, I know who it is. But he has. Who is it? Malcolm. It's Malcolm Reynolds. That's right. Who I think is probably the most noble anti-hero on my list. Oh, maybe so. Because his motivation is... I mean, it's to make money. Like he's trying to make sure, his way. Sure. But his motivation beyond that is his crew, and it's protecting his crew and keeping them safe. Yeah. And and I know that that sounds heroic, but if it were not for these specific people that he has built this relationship with, I don't think he would be. Yeah. Out to, to look out for other people. Context is he's a veteran, right? He comes from a war. We should also tell
0: people this is from Firefly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry. This is the lead character from Firefly.
1: Firefly and Serenity. Yeah. Um he comes from a war, right? That's correct. And yeah. a lost war.
0: Yes. So
1: look at how many characters we've seen that are in that context, yeah, who actually choose the path of the villain. Oh, totally. A ton. Yeah, totally. So it's a it's a tippy scale, you know, <laughs> like it yeah, could yeah. it could go either way. Yep. And I feel like it's his family. It's these people around him that give him something to care about beyond just making money and stuff like that. And if he didn't have that, he'd probably just be out there killing people and stealing money. It's <laughs> I mean, true. It's so true. But um, I feel like, again, I talked about this whole iconic quotes thing. Yeah. You know? So for him, the iconic quote is, I, this, he's saying this to uh, Simon as Simon and River are trying to get onto the ship. Okay. And he's basically telling them, he's putting them in their place. This is from
0: Firefly or Serenity?
1: It takes, it's, it's in Serenity. Okay, okay. But the spirit of it is in Firefly too. So he says, I look out for me and mine. That don't include you, lest I conjure it does. So.
0: Yeah, there it that's is. That's pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. So. And the more harsh the environment you're in, the more that's going to feel like a thing you must do. Yeah. So. Pretty interesting stuff. Number one. Number. So you're gonna you're gonna hate one. me, by the way. You're gonna be so pissed right now. Why is it Batman? No. Oh, you no. always say I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. No. No. You are gonna be just but wait.
1: And the reality, you just kind of suck at pissing me <laughs> off. I think like you, <laughs> you keep trying. This might piss off
0: everyone. I legit had a top ten that did not include two tens. <laughs> <laughs> Except I forgot to add someone until we'd already started this podcast. Oh my god. Do you have a tie at number one? Yes. Oh, you're right. You pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That is the- I knew oh my god! I just don't oh, I can't choose between these two now. Out I don't know how balls. to move these around. Cop how do I <laughs> How would I move these two around though? So that my top my top number ones They better at least be from the same movie. Uh they could be soon. It could be soon from the same movie. Wow. They're not yet. (laughs) It's Wolverine and Rocket Raccoon. And I forgot that Rocket (laughs) Raccoon would have qualified as an anti-hero until we started the podcast. I'm like, wait, how do I not include Rocket? So there you go. Uh, Okay. Wait, hmm. you don't think one of those is an (laughs) (laughs) anti-hero? Which one is not? Um...
1: See, I think I am controversial, in my opinion, of antiheroes. That's why I'm looking forward so much to next week. Maybe so. Week. They're both, they both do terrible things. They shoot people up. They cut people to death. Yeah, like, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. But... <laughs> but they're
0: heroes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It depend, uh, it, with characters like that, it depends on
0: which version. Wouldn't you, you say at, that the, the MCU version of Rocket Raccoon is pretty... He's only... He would shoot anybody. He takes a dude's leg he takes a guy's le- guy who needs a leg, he takes it for no good reason. He might be.
1: If there's one in the Guardians that okay. is, it's probably him. And it depends on which version of Logan you're talking about. Yeah. I think about the Logan in the comics. Yeah. At least pre the whole old man Logan thing they have going on <laughs> right, 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 now. Right. Yeah. And I think, I feel like he doesn't qualify. I feel like he is a hero who does terrible things.
0: Hmm. That's not an antihero. hero because some people's definition is exactly what you just I know, said. I know. I know. That's <gasps> why it's going be so fun to Anthony talk about Holder, it. Anthony Holder, we need you. <laughs> now, we'll have a really good conversation about that because I think that there's a lot of there's a lot to be discovered. We might actually change each other's minds. But By the time w- I'm done, I might be like, yeah, you're right. Wolverine doesn't count. Yeah, maybe. And then
1: we'll, we'll anger some people and, <laughs> you
0: know, whatever. Why
1: not? It's fine. Um, Who's your number one? Well, first, I think I should clarify that I think Logan uh-huh. in the movie Logan. Yeah. Probably is an anti-hero. Yes. I don't know that Wolverine is in the films prior to that.
0: Maybe the first one. Eh, maybe. Because he's kind of difficult to convince he should even do it in the first place. Yeah. Wolverine is basically the same character as Han Solo, in my opinion, which is why you're doubting both of them. But that's not that far from Daryl in uh, from The Walking Dead, in my opinion, either. It's still a little bit further removed than Frank Castle because Frank Castle doesn't seem to have any... His heroism is actually just revenge. Yes. There's no, like, you know, there's no, like... Almost there's no point to it but to say, like, those are bad people and I want to kill them. Yeah. Um, Whereas Logan's actually trying to do something bigger or broader or, you know, something. Um, I think Rocket Raccoon for me is the character... When they said we're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I was like... I have no idea who that is, but that's even a dumb name. And then they're like, <laughs> "And there's, there's a rocket raccoon in it. There's a raccoon that talks. I'm like, that's the worst character I've ever heard of. I'm going to hate it. And I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. It is so awesome. And so I have to put Rocket up there because Rocket's like, and the fact that he has all these jokes that are like, and he does these things that are like uh, ornery. He's mm-hmm. super ornery. And I just think it's really funny. So I, I like Rocket a lot. Yeah. Give me your number one. Okay. My
1: number one. So a lot of people will probably have Deadpool as their number one.
0: I mean, I may not even say most people have I'm, Yeah,
1: I'm guessing Deadpool is going to top a lot of people's list. And from a certain perspective, I can kind of understand that. Yeah. Because he's got a cool outfit. He's this cool masked character Yeah, who's out there. Like doing these extreme things, <laughs> yeah. being violent, taking out bad guys and stuff like that, and there's a certain level of coolness to that, right? But he's a ripoff.
0: Oh, he's a ripoff character that you're going to say is your number one, Deathstroke. Oh,
1: Deathstroke is my number one.
0: Ah, interesting. And
1: I've talked about this before. And if I piss off Rob Liefeld, I'm sorry, but <laughs> De- Deathstroke's real name is Slade Wilson. Yeah, Deadpool's real name is Wade Wilson. They're both full-body, tactical, masked suits. Yep. I mean, yep. it's pretty clear.
0: Now, does Deathstroke have, like, jokes?
1: No. Deathstroke's very serious. Uh. So, and in a lot of contexts, Deathstroke is a straight-up villain. Especially if you look at him oh, in, yeah. like, when the is 80s. He, when is he an antihero? In the 90s. Well, now. Oh, okay. In the comics. In, the, in all the movies and stuff like that, he's still pretty clearly just a villain.
0: Yeah.
1: But... If you look at the comics, he is more of an antihero. He has his own comic and yeah, he's still a mercenary yeah. and he's still doing things mostly for his own self-interests. But along the way, he ends up helping people like he's not out to just, uh, he's not out to just kill people.
0: I don't know his character well enough. So that, make, that makes sense though. So he's a fascinating character and there's actually he'd be, he'd be a Batman at times too, right? Oh, yeah.
1: the anim- Batman, the Teen Titans, mm. probably most classically the Teen Titans. Because so his son was a Teen Titan for a while.
0: The thing that has really confused me... So was his daughter. ...over the years is that they have a character named Deathstroke and Deadshot in the same universe. Yeah, and they're and not they're too different. They're not that <laughs> different. Yeah. Every time I'm like, wait a minute, which one is yeah. this? Is this Will Smith or is this...
1: Uh, uh, well, and it gets even more confusing than that because Deathstroke is not his only name. <laughs> He's also been called the Terminator.
0: The Terminator.
1: Yeah. There was a time he had a series in the 80s called Deathstroke, the Terminator. Okay. And they used to call him the Terminator, but I think they veered away from that. Hmm. Um, and a lot of times they just call him Slade. Oh, yeah. Like Slade Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, I think Deathstroke is super cool. There's a, a comic run by one of my favorite writer artists named Tony Daniel. who he did a whole run of Deathstroke stories during the New 52 era of DC Comics. That'd be awesome. They're about to release an omnibus of it this month. Oh, saving up. Can't wait to get it. (laughs) It's like
0: a $100 book, but I'm going to buy it anyway. So go through your top five real quick. Just repeat them for for the folks at home.
1: Okay, so number five, Mad Max, specifically from Fury Road. Okay. Number four, Daryl Dixon. Number three, Angel. Number two, Malcolm Reynolds.
0: And number one, Deathstroke. So the only one we had the same was Daryl
1: Dixon. Which surprises me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think we were going to have any of the same. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought maybe Mad Max, but...
0: No, no, I, we, we didn't get that close. Okay, so mine were...
1: To be honest, I don't think we're going to cross over on the 6 to 10 either.
0: No, I don't think so. But think check out the Aftercast to see. The Aftercast is going to have all new people and our honor- honorable mentions as well. I have like as many honorable mentions as I have top 10. <laughs> I just have a few. Okay, so. cool. Well, my top five were um, well. I'm moving Daryl Dixon down the list to six because I can't. I'm breaking the rules again. So basically, my (laughs) my five is Rorschach. My three or my four is Han Solo. My three is Mike Sullivan, which actually I might take Mike Sullivan and move him to two. Or sorry, yeah, and then take Wolverine and move him to three, and make my number one Rocket Raccoon. That might be my final list.
1: Rocket Raccoon, number one. Rocket
0: Raccoon, number one, followed by Mike Sullivan. Above Han Solo. Above Han Solo. Well, only because... Okay, I should clarify for the the listeners of this podcast. The more of an anti-hero you are, the more likely you are to get more points from me. So this is not my favorite characters who happen to have some anti-hero in them. Yeah. Like Rorschach... Is nowhere near as cool to me as Han Solo is, even though they're they're like right next to each other. Mm-hmm. It's just that Rorschach is way more of an antihero than Han Solo is. Yeah. So then Han Solo, because I like him so much, he goes up the list, but because he's he's not as much of an antihero, he goes down the list. Right. So I'm just balancing it out that way. Yeah. So Rocket Raccoon's number one, Mike Sullivan from Road to Perdition, still one of my favorite movies. Number two, Logan from uh, or the Wolverine. Um, but like you said, from the Logan movie or from sure. you know the, the more the darker comics, um, he's at three, Han Solo four, Rorschach five. All right, before we close it out, we're gonna get into our top five lists from our contributors. Contributors are five dollar a month or more supporters on Patreon. So patreon.com slash the story geeks. If you support the show for five dollars a month or more, we actually read your answers on the podcast. So I'm actually gonna read some of the answers here from Adam Vargas. So thank you, Adam Vargas, for being a contributor-level supporter on Patreon. His top five, coming in at number five, Derek Vineyard from American History X, coming in at number four, Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood, coming in at number three, Randall McMurphy from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, number two, Alex DeLarge from A Clockwork Orange, and number one is simply Wolverine. So, kind of a varied list some of those probably not necessarily geek antiheroes but so obviously wolverine is huge so he's got wolverine number one next up is mary baldwin um longtime supporter of the show her top five are coming at number five the incredible hulk definitely an antihero when he's in hulk mode coming at number four wolverine that seems to be a popular one for folks Coming in at number three, Green Arrow, which is a fascinating one. Coming in at number two, Deadpool, probably one of the more popular anti-heroes of all time, like we've talked about on the podcast thus far. And then coming in at number one, Batman. Can't go wrong with Batman. All right, now we're going to get into Jim Baldwin's top five. Coming in at number five, Wolverine. So that's, again, another really classic one. Coming in at number four, Deadpool. Coming in at number three, this is a fantastic one. I did not even think of this one. This one is great. I kind of wish this one made my list. Lando Calrissian. Coming in at number two is Malcolm Reynolds. We talked about Malcolm a lot on the show as well. And coming in at number one, one of my faves, Han Solo. So if you want to can be a contributor and you want us to read your answers on the podcast, become a contributor, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the story geeks. Choose the $5 a month or more you can go up to 10 15 25 whatever you want to go to you will become a contributor and we will read your answers to our questions on our podcasts that is it for today's show special thanks to just us no <laughs> <laughs> special thanks to nobody because we didn't have any guests we'd love to have some guests actually what i'd love to do is hear from the fans yes i'd love to hear their lists um Coming up next week though on the Story Geeks podcast is going to be a really fun podcast where we actually define what an anti-hero is. Yeah. Anthony dig Holder. Dig into
1: it as a concept.
0: Dig deeper into it as a concept because it is so instrumental to geek stories. Whether it's science fiction, fantasy, or comic books, anti-heroes are a big deal. Anthony Holder will be joining us for that, so don't forget to subscribe. You, won't, you do not want to miss out on that conversation. He wrote a chapter in a book about anti-heroes. <laughs> you do not want to miss that. No. And you well, you should really get into the Story
1: Geeks Facebook group at this time, too, because we've only talked about this a little bit today, but it's already pretty contested as a topic. There's lots of back and forth and lots of different opinions. So no better time to jump into the Facebook group and get your opinion in the mix.
0: So true. If you enjoyed today's show or any of the Story Geeks podcasts, please share them with a geek friend. Links to everything we've talked about today are in the show notes.
1: So thanks for listening. And as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories. And always
0: seek the truth.